What's up, what's up, what's up? You're listening to Aggie Radio 92.3 KBLU LP Logan. This is your host, JC Caldwell, with Between the Lines, your favorite news show. Welcome back, y'all. So we'll just get right into it. We have a fun episode this week, um, and we'll get into that later. So we'll go ahead and start with sports. So... Obviously, we had football. They played Hawaii on Saturday. It was kind of different because it was like a matinee game. Like, the game started at, like, 1 p.m. And it was, like, the day after the howl. And I'm sure you guys all went to that. So, the crowd wasn't huge because everyone was probably, you know, having a howl hangover or something is what the announcers were kind of saying, which I believe is definitely true. I know that I was still even tired at noon the next morning, so I don't blame y'all for not going, but the Aggies did win 51-31, to and it allowed the football team to be bowl eligible, which is really cool, really awesome, and what was super funny is after the game, Coach Anderson was like, bowling like he had the football and all of the football players were standing in front of him and he grabbed the football swung it behind him like he was bowling threw the football at him and all the players fell down like he got a strike because they were bowl eligible so it was really clever and really funny I saw the video online and I just ate it up I loved it so much I thought it was really cool Um, volleyball went against San Diego on Thursday. They won three to two. It's their sixth win in a row. Volleyball really, really killing it. I I love to see it. Um, soccer went against Boise on Thursday as well, and they lost one to two. They also had a game against Colorado for the Mountain West tournament yesterday, and they also... They won that game, so they lost the one on Thursday, won the game yesterday, so I guess it was somewhat of a comeback, redemption, whatever you want to call it. Um, And then basketball has officially started, y'all. I'm pumped. They played Montana Western on Wednesday, 81-51, to and I actually totally forgot that there was a game. I think that I, like, went to the gym, and I was, like, walking home, and I saw all these parents and all these people, and I was like, what are all of these people doing here? And then I remembered that it was the basketball game, so that's so exciting that we're going to have basketball to watch, as well as still football, because that's still going on. Um, leading into the next segment, events. So last week, there wasn't a ton going on, still some stuff. Um, But this week is science week. So for any of y'all interested in science, this will be a lot of fun and you'll have a lot to look forward to. For starters, yesterday they had a mental health night and that was from six to eight in the George Eccles business building. If you missed it, they just kind of had some meditation and they even had some therapy dogs there, just like raising awareness about mental health and teaching you ways to deal with stress and anxiety and depression and just kind of like making sure that we're all educated on those things, especially in today's day and age. It's a big part of life now and a lot of people do struggle with that Um, without even realizing it so it's a good way to cope and learn some things I mean either way it's good stuff to know we all stress we all get anxiety especially as college students so that was cool Um, tonight or actually today not tonight they are having carnival games from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. on the second floor of the TSC 
that's kind of fun. You know, if you get done listening to this show and just want to head to the TSC, they've got some fun carnival games. Um, they're going to be science-related, obviously, because it's Science Week. But I think that's cool. Even though science was literally, like, my worst subject in school and my most hated, I even liked math better than science. But science, like, games and, like, experiments have always – I always thought it was cool. And I even liked watching Bill Nye in elementary, if any of you guys can relate to that. Um, but anyway, they'll have those science games. They're going to have prizes as well for the winners of those games and free popcorn. So if anything, if you like popcorn, go check it out for a second. Um, on Thursday, they're going to have a trivia night, and obviously it's going to be science trivia. And that's going to be from 7 p.m. to 8.30 at the TSC. And again, that's on Thursday. They're going to have some Aggie swag there too, and obviously some more prizes and more snacks. Um, on Friday, they're having a movie night. It's from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. in the Life Sciences Building. Um, and the movie is The Martian. And the catch for this event is they're asking people to bring non-perishable food items so that they can donate that to the cash food pantry. So it's kind of cool. You get to watch a movie. You get to donate. You get to help out. So kind of a cool experience. And you get to see a movie and hang out with friends. Um, and other than Science Week, um, tonight they're having a starlight hike from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. You can meet at the Outdoor Rec Center and register online for $10 if you guys like to hike or just honestly be outdoors. It's been kind of rainy today, which I feel like it always rains at the beginning of the week. I don't know why, but I... I don't I don't know what it is. I get so sad with rain. So if you guys are the same way, make sure you're listening. We got some fun stuff for this episode that will hopefully cheer you up. Um, and then moving into our main segment, we got Statesman coming up. All right, so this week our special guest is Trent Smith. Um, He's a student here at USU, and if you guys didn't see, there was an article in the Statesman this week about um, how the 2020 graduates at USU, the USU 2020 graduates, finally got like a cap and gown ceremony uh, for homecoming week last week, and um, so that was like a cool one-of-a-kind thing. Uh, Noelle Cockett was there. They had some speakers, and these graduates finally kind of got a ceremony and got recognized. There were photos, like people taking photos. Um, It was a really cool thing. And so I brought Trent on as a guest today because he was actually a 2020 graduate of high school. So he's a high school 2020 graduate, and so am I, actually. And so I thought it would be cool that we could both kind of share our experiences with how our graduation worked for our senior year of high school. So, uh, Trent, why don't you just go ahead and start by introducing yourself? Well, as you heard, my name was Trent Smith, and I'm a student here at USU. Um, I'm dual majoring in finance and economics currently, and I graduated high school at Union High School over in Roosevelt, which is um, the Uinta Basin, if you know where that's at. Well, cool. Yeah, so... I mean, my experience, it was kind of really unexpected because, I mean, in March of 2020, I was, like, going to school like normal, like, went every day, had classes, hung out with friends, 
And then one Friday, went to school. It was like an early out for me. I can't remember why. And then I went home like normal. And I actually think I might have had prom that next weekend. Or maybe it was that. No, I think it was the next weekend. Anyway, over the weekend, we get all these messages from the school that are like, don't come to school on Monday. Like, we're having a two-week break. And I was like, oh, sweet. Like, a break from school. That's much needed. I have senioritis right now. And um, and then the news came, like, and prom is canceled. And I was so upset. It's, it was my senior prom. I had already gotten my dress. I'd already planned out my outfit. So I was kind of sad about that. And then all of a sudden, after the two weeks were up, it was like, n- you're not coming back. Like, this is a big thing. Like, COVID-19 has happened. We're not coming back to school. It's not safe. And it was literally like everything shut down, cold turkey, like, over the weekend it was super weird and I remember I had government like a government class that semester and we would like learn about things and that were happening in the news and I remember like a month earlier we had watched a segment on COVID-19 in China and it was like before it had reached the U.S. and it kind of like wasn't a big deal like we talked about it a little bit like not a worry in the world like I never even thought I guess I kind of thought like oh what if it reaches the U.S. but I was not worried about it didn't think of the effects kind of insane what was your experience when you first heard about like COVID-19 Trent um well really we didn't hear about it too much honestly like I saw a couple things on the news but other than that it wasn't a big talking point at the school at the time um and then when it finally did start to and it, well, when schools shut down in the basin, COVID still wasn't really bad, but we were following the state um, mandate of shutting down schools and taking that two-week break, like you said. We first had that two-week break, and I remember just being like in the middle of track season, getting ready to go to our very first meet, and then the meet was canceled. Um, I was actually on like an honor society snowboarding trip when they decided to cancel all student activities and like cancel school. So it was that Friday, I want to say, and we were on the way to the snow, like the ski resort and then everything canceled, but we still got to go, thankfully. Um, yeah, yeah, it was pretty great. We were happy about that. But when we got back, we didn't go to school that next Monday. Um, and then... I don't know, then things just, like, kind of went all online at that point. We, All my concurrent enrollment classes were online. Um, but I didn't really get to see mo- most of my friends again because we were supposed to be quarantining, so. Right. I remember that being hard. It was, like, deciding, like, okay, so are we going to quarantine? Like, when am I going to see my friends again? And my family kind of decided that we weren't really going to quarantine, and that was our family's personal decision and so I didn't I never had a time where I quarantined like didn't go outside didn't see friends like I still would go out and do stuff obviously the world is basically shutting down like I couldn't go to restaurants or school but like I would go outside like I don't know I would go do things that were open what did you ever have to quarantine Trent? Um, I did kind of like there wasn't stuff going on so we didn't really go out and do anything with friends but I just ended up working pretty much the whole time while also doing school. And then I actually ended up moving out early before I graduated and then came back for graduation. Um, but, yeah, I pretty much just ended up working the whole last couple months of my high school. 
Wow. Yeah, I mean, and I know it was a hard year for everyone. And I remember I had so many, like, fun plans for the summer because, like, there's, like, city days, like, Roy days, West Haven days where they have, like, carnival games and fireworks. And it's, like, this big thing for the high school where everyone gets to go and mingle and they have food trucks. And I that was, like, my favorite thing to do every summer. And I was like, well, this will be gone by summer and I'll get to do all of these fun things and then even when that time came around like all of it was canceled no one was traveling and I I mean I wasn't quarantining so I was like this sucks can you open stuff up for the people who aren't quarantining and obviously a lot more information has come out now and we've learned a lot more things but I just remember being so upset and having a depressing summer and I I think I was just upset because of everything that I missed out on my senior year Um, because I was on the soccer team and luckily the girls soccer played in the fall so I still got like a senior night. I didn't miss out on that but the boys soccer team their season is in the spring and so they had they didn't have a senior night and they totally were gypped of that opportunity and I remember some of the guys on the soccer team, I was talking to them, and they were really disappointed. They still had, like, a drive-by parade where they kind of celebrated them, but it's definitely not the same. And I still missed out on my own things. Like, I missed out on prom, for one thing, which I know kind of sounds lame now, but I really, I love dancing. Dancing is one of my favorite things. So dances, I would go to dances so that I could dance. Me and my date would show up at the start of the dance and leave when they kicked us out because I just was always wanting to dance. And I knew that this was like one of my last opportunities. So luckily, me and my date that I was going with and our group kind of got together and and it like we had a text group message and we were like, hey, we also want to do this. And I was like, I still have a dress. And so they were like, all right, we're going to make our own prom. So... We still did it, and this was only, like, two, uh, maybe, like, a week after they were, like, okay, don't come to school. So, it was, like, still brand new, and um, we went to a trampoline park for the day-day. Uh, we were still able to go get dinner. The restaurants weren't totally closed by that point, and then we went to, like, this guy. I didn't even really know who he was, but he was in our group. And he had, like, this big barn in the back of his house. And his parents were so kind. And they decorated it. They had, like, this chandelier hanging. And they had, like, a ping pong table set up. And a big sign that said prom. And they had lights and food and snacks. And it was so cute. And our group was big enough that, I mean, we could dance. And it's not the same as having a ton of people around you dancing. But we were still able to dance. We had speakers and lights. And so it was still fun. But I still I still feel gypped a little bit. Um, Trent, what were some of the things that you feel like you missed out on for your senior year? Yeah, I definitely feel gypped as well. Um, I just got done asking um, a girl to prom. I ended up spending like $100 on asking her to prom. Uh, like this big extravagant promposal. And uh, I remember... Literally, like, a week later, before she even answered me, that's when they announced that prom was going to be canceled. And it really sucked because we had two dances still. We had prom and then, like, spring fling. And the spring fling was, 
like they were just both formal dances, and we didn't get to do either of them. And formal dances were one of my favorite kinds of dances. I just liked getting dressed up and doing the fancy dinners and stuff. But it really sucked to have both of those dances like canceled, and as well as not being able to see your friends anymore. So you missed out like doing all those fun things with your friends and not seeing them. And then we ended up not getting our senior trip either, which was, you know, that's what you look forward to in high school is your big old senior trip with all your friends. And um, I think this year, this graduating class, they got to go to Lagoon and like a bees game. And like, I don't know, it just kind of sucked because we feels it feels like you missed out on that. Yeah. Then, yeah. And then along with graduation, I don't know, it's just. What we did for graduation is we came to the school with our parents in, like, different groups. They split up my class. So you saw a little, like, a couple of your friends, but you didn't really see all your friends at graduation. And what they did is they filmed us walking across the stage and receiving our diploma and our cap and gown. And, you know, you had your parents in the auditorium with you clapping, and then you had, like, two teachers in there and then the principal. Um... And that they just recorded us, and then I think at the end of the week on Friday, after they got d- through recording everybody, they just played that at our local drive-in. So you just drove up to your car and watched graduation on like the big screen, and I don't, it just felt really like unpersonal and like unspecial because it felt like you were just watching a movie. Yeah. That totally makes sense. Do you feel like you would have rather had like that normal graduation ceremony? Definitely. I went to the graduation ceremony last year, and it was really sad, like, seeing what you missed out on. Because when people walked across the stage, they had all the, like, parents clapping and all, like, your friends clapping for you. And it just, it really sucked to, like, realize what we missed out on. Yeah, I mean, for my graduation, I kind of at first was sad because I had been to a previous graduation as well. So I kind of knew what a normal graduation looked like pre-COVID. Um, however, and then they kind of like announced what our ceremony was going to be like, cause they were like, it's not going to be normal. Um, it's going to have to be something different. However, we still got to like see people for ours. So what we did is they sent out like this big, like Google sheets. It probably wasn't Google sheets, but like this big giant schedule to everyone. And you had to sign up for a time, like an appointment where you would come to the school And you would walk across the stage, they would give you your diploma, you would turn in your cap and gown, and your parents could see you walk across the stage. And they had, like, multiple students for each slot, and they were, like, half-hour slots. So I really, I thought it was going to be, like, I was the only person, or, like, there were, like, me and five other kids there. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, this small thing. So I was really disappointed and was wishing that I had that normal graduation However, we show up, like, with my parents, um, and they actually didn't have a limit on, like, the amount of family members you could have. So I had my brother, my dad, my mom, and my grandma were all there because they weren't limiting limiting it yet, luckily. Um, So we show up, and then they have this, like, big balloon arch in front of the school, and they have the outside decorated they're blasting music and then there's this like big line that's like outside like from inside the school and it's all the way out like down the sidewalk so I was like 
holy cow, there's, like, a lot of people here. Like, I'm still going to get to see people and say bye, like, people that I haven't seen since March when we were in school. And all the faculty was there. The teachers were there, like, waving as we were going through the line. And so it was really cool. I still got to mingle with people. And then once we got through the line and went into the school, they had, like, different stands that you would stop at on your way to the auditorium. So, like, one stand had T-shirts And this was the coolest thing because I pick up the T-shirt and it says like Roy Royals because I went to Roy High School. And then I turn it around and it has every single graduate's name on the back, which was really awesome. So I still have that shirt. I still wear it like as a lounge shirt. And it's funny because my name's on the back of it and like the rest of my graduating class, their names are on the back of it too. And then the next stand, they gave us like a Roy Royals mask. And then the next one, they gave us, like, a pamphlet or for college or something like that. Um, and then another one was, like, for pictures. And then you kept going through the line, and there was, like, a picture spot right in front of this lion statue that we had in, like, our main area. Kept going. And then you get to the auditorium, and they let you in, and they let your parents in. And so in the line, you can, like, mingle and stuff. But once you got into the auditorium, it was you and your family allowed only. Um And so I would go up to the stage and my parents were like in the seats of the auditorium. They call my name. I walk across the stage. They hand me my diploma. They take a picture. And it's only like my family in the auditorium clapping. So that was one like awkward part because normally everyone's like, yay. But it was just my family. And then I walked, kept going, and then handed my cap and gown away, and then it, like, led outside. And then there was more mingling and social stuff after. So I actually loved, loved that graduation. For one, I didn't have to do a rehearsal. I didn't have to sit and listen to other people's names being called for hours and hours. It felt, mine felt a lot more personal And I can see why you hated yours because it was, like, very individualized, Trent. But mine, I still got to mingle. I thought that was perfect. So that was actually a perk for me for COVID. But, like, missing prom and all that stuff was kind of a bummer. And I know a lot of people, like, wouldn't didn't have graduation parties or anything because of COVID. Were you like that? Did you still have a graduation party? Um, No, I didn't. That's... It might have been just because I was moved out, too, at that time. But I know a lot of people didn't really have a graduation party. And I think it was mainly due to the fact that people that had family out of state and that were far away, and they couldn't come. And I actually had grandparents and uh, my dad, who lives over in Virginia, they were all supposed to come down and uh, attend my graduation. But the only people that were allowed at our graduation is just, like, my mom and my dad. So it ended up just being my mom and my stepdad that came, and my siblings couldn't have, like, they didn't even show up. So um, I think that might be part of the reason why I didn't get, like, a graduation party or why, like, they weren't super big during that graduation that year. But that's just my theory. Right. And I, I still had a graduation party, um, but it was just my family and a couple friends and It was right after that graduation, and so that was a lot of fun. I was fortunate enough that all of my family on my mom's side actually lives, like, in Utah, like, really close to us, like, almost all of them. So it was really easy for them to just come over with some friends, and I know that I was very fortunate for that. 
Um, but I, I mean, obviously, it's made a huge impact. I know that it wasn't ideal for me to graduate in COVID and then start college like freshman year in this pandemic still and not having events or anything. Um, so that really sucks. So I definitely can empathize with these USU 2020 graduates and coming back over a year later for this one-of-a-kind ceremony. I mean, ours was just high school. Like, imagining working your butt off for this degree and not being able to be recognized for that. I mean, if you, like, were in their shoes, Trent, like, do you think that you would come back for a ceremony over a year later? Absolutely. If it was getting recognized for all that hard work, because college is not easy, that is for sure. And after spending four years of your life working towards that degree and doing all these hard classes and paying for it yourself, whether with scholarships or just out of pocket, I would definitely come back a year later just just for that recognition, much rather than like getting filmed walking across the stage like we did in high school. Very true. And I I can get on board with that. I think it would be hard because I'd be like, man, that was so long ago. But it is a lot of hard work and you want you want that credit. I mean, you're you succeeded, right? It's awesome. So um, anyway, that wraps up this kind of segment of it. Thank you so much for coming on and talking about your experiences with me. Trent. I really appreciate you taking the time. No problem. It was my pleasure. All right. Now, moving on a little bit to the rest of kind of the articles that you're going to see in the Statesman this week. Um, We have um, some numbers from a day of giving event turned out to be a really awesome event. They raised more money and got more gifts than they ever have any year before. That's a huge accomplishment. And that just shows how awesome we Aggies are at, you know, helping others and having that desire to help others. There's also an article from a news writer about a new collaboration that actually has brought new chocolate to the Aggie Chocolate Factory, which is really cool. It's from the Dominican Republic. Kind of reminds me of Willy Wonka, how they have like this secret factory and they're like making new chocolate. It's kind of fun. If you want to read more about that, make sure you're grabbing a copy of The Statesman. We also have part four of Michael Popa's Deep Root series. My very first show, I had Michael come on and he talked about it. He's super intelligent, does a lot of research and puts in a lot of work for this um there's also some lifestyles article about the equestrian team really cool you don't always hear about that every day um another article from clarissa and it kind of talks about how this like nurse at a hospice center talks about how the most important moment of one's life is actually their death kind of interesting so if that catches your eye make sure you're checking that out got an album review got some stuff about a music festival Lots of cool sports articles, lots of good stuff in the Statesman. Make sure you're grabbing a copy every week. We have such great content, and I just have such pride in the Statesman, and y'all should too. There's lots of good stuff. You can get lots of good information from it. Um, And now on to Logan News so that we can stay up in our own community. And this one's kind of a cool one. So there's actually an event tonight and it's at 7 tonight at the Russell Performance Hall. And it's with this 84-year-old guy. His name is Larry Smith. He actually leads Cash Valley. He leads Cash Valley Musicians. And it's called the Jazz Kicks Band. And he's 84 years old. And he plays in the band. Um, it's kind of like like tonight's show is like Latin jazz. So it's a jazz band. It's called the Jazz Band. 
jazz kicks band. So obviously they're going to play jazz music and it's Latin jazz tonight. Um, he started like 18 years ago with um, this band and he was a USU music professor and he was helping so many kids. He loved what he did, but he really wanted to play himself. He really just had this strong love for music and wanted to start his own band. And he is 84 years old, you guys. It just goes to show that dreams don't expire with age. You, No matter what age you are, you have you can dream big. You can still accomplish things, which is really cool. So that event is tonight if you guys are wanting to go. Um. And for our final segment, one of my favorite parts, we have headliners. Hey, hey, I always love this part. And these ones are kind of short, which is good because we're a little short on time, but still really cool. So this first one is about a hover bike. So the headline is... Japanese startup takes hover bike for a spin around racetrack. So it is as crazy as it sounds. These Japanese, this Japanese company literally created a hover bike. And I'm looking at this picture right now. And it's like, it looks like two big giant black like fans, but obviously like facing down, not facing up. And he's literally this guy, he's dressed in like all black, like motorcycle, black helmet and everything. And it's literally hovering just like in a sci-fi movie. Like, it's so cool. And this is a real thing. So the bike features like a combustion engine and four battery-powered motors that allow it to move. And it can go up to 60 miles per hour, which when I was looking at it, I was like, it probably goes super slow. And then I read it and I was like, okay, just kidding. It can go up to 60 miles per hour. Um, and the bike is actually available in Japan. However, it is $680,000. So I'm sure some celebrity or some rich guy will figure this out and buy it. And I mean, not gonna lie, it is a really cool purchase. Uh, but I mean, I don't got $680,000 lying around. I don't know about you. Um, the next one, the headline reads, Mobile Home Abandoned in the Middle of Missouri Road. Um, so this one is also exactly like it sounds like this mobile home literally was just left in the middle of a road and, um, people like have no idea how it got there. So someone called the police and the police show up and it's like hooked onto this trailer, but, um, there's like no truck, like the hitch is like down, like someone literally just like set it here and drove off. I don't know if they're like, I'll come back for this later. But, like, in the picture, it blocks the entire road. Like, no one can go anywhere. Police in Missouri are asking people, like, on the news for help to figure out, like, whose mobile home this is and why they left it in the middle of the road because they have no idea. Like, they're still asking around, trying to figure out, like, who it was and why. So, kind of an interesting, unique one. Not something you hear every day. That is for sure. Um, And then finally, this one's my favorite one. Uh, The headline reads, Colorado softball team features players in their 90s. So how cute is this? So it's literally these 90-year-olds. They created a softball team and they actually play in Colorado. And it is the oldest softball team in the U.S. And 
Um, so all the players are in their 80s or 90s, and they're called the Colorado Peaches. So cute. They started in 1991, and they actually have 50 players on their team right now. 50. I'm like, how do they get 50 90-year-olds to be like, yeah, I want to go play softball? But, I mean, I guess they just want to be active. Um, And this Colorado Peaches team actually took the silver medal last year at the World Senior Games Tournament in Utah. So there is a senior, a World Senior Games Tournament that happens in Utah every year, and they took silver. Um, Unfortunately, they didn't earn a medal this year, but they keep on, like, striving to come win the gold. And one of the players says in this article that I read, um, quote, even if we don't win, we win. The big thing is to be a worthy opponent, close quote. So I love that this nine-year-old is still competitive with it. It's just so cute and awesome and gives me hope. You know, I hope that at 90 90 years old, I'm still able to play sports and have fun with it and still want to win. So I thought that that was really cool. Um, That's it for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. I just enjoy getting to do this every week. So I appreciate you all listening and I'll see you next week.